0: On today's edition of From the Jump, we will discuss Russell Westbrook's incident in Utah. We'll talk James Dolan and the New York Knicks. We'll talk about some NFL. We'll talk NFL free agency. And on today's edition of The Wrap-Up, we'll talk Conor McGregor's arrest in Miami. Listen up! It's From the Jump. Whoa! We are streaming live right now, man, in the FTJ studios. I am your host, Addison, man. Welcome to a brand new edition of From the Jump, man. This is episode 72. Man, we just dropped the episode. Who was that yesterday? E. E in the studio with me, as always. My engineer, always on the ones and twos. I Always got the instrumentals. Always got the music popping in the background. The music that y'all hear in the background is all E. So from Tupac to why be in the mirror to who else were you playing drake to all the instrumentals you hear that is my engineer so shout out to the engineer e eric the engineer for always pulling up for the slaps but you know we got a lot to discuss as you heard in the intro you know we got to talk russell westbrook and let's just get right into it now of course i'm gonna play the clip from last night of course we'll play russell westbrook's side and then we'll play a clip of the fan and then let's just let's just let's just get into it come on Let's, let's just get into it now play the clip eric from Russell Westbrook last night, and then play the clip from the fan from last night. I I swear to God. I swear to God. You and your wife. I Me and him were just, it was actually we kind of having fun, to be honest. At least you thought you were having fun yeah, he was smiling at one point russ is just f-bombing and carrying on acting a fool down here and everybody's getting on him then he had yet he had, i guess he i thought it was ice i just told him i'm like just sit down and ice your knees bro and then it turned into not safe for work the nba has of course fined russell westbrook twenty-five thousand. now everybody involved was, was, was wrong the nba was wrong, the security was wrong, Russell Westbrook was wrong, and the fan was wrong. But again, we'll get into everybody individually here in a moment. But now let's deal with the fan first and let's get the fans out the way. Now the fandom in this country, in this society nowadays is getting out of hand. Now we've gotten to a point now, especially in sports, where the fan-athlete interaction is becoming, like the lines are really blurred. Because sometimes the players like it and then sometimes the players find an issue with it. Now Russell Westbrook said that the guy... I guess was a racist or he used a racial slur now get up off your knees or stay up off your knees or ice your knees bro whatever the guy said to me doesn't really sound racist doesn't really sound like it's going to move the pendulum now again from the fan side from what we heard from the fan he said that him and Russell had been going back and forth and I'm, I'm gonna really bet that's probably what happened but at some point the fan kind of took it a little too far and again the NBA should be able to limit how many drinks these fans have because, again, they're coming to a sporting arena where they can drink and they can say anything they want to while the, the athlete is sober, while the athlete is on the court. Again, a lot of people reference today the malice in the palace. And I remember watching that live. I remember literally watching that live, watching that spill from on the court into the stands. And now again, Russell Westbrook, albeit a guy that kind of kept us cool. What if that was the fourth or sixth guy on the bench? And Patrick Patterson said that he heard the, the quote or Raymond Felton said that he heard the quote as well. Why didn't nobody come grab Russell Westbrook? Why didn't the security grab Russell Westbrook? All right, that's enough. Why didn't Billy Donovan? Did anybody see this happening? Why didn't anybody see this happening? Are there not NBA officials that are inside the arena specifically watching Russell Westbrook, watching the Oklahoma City Thunder, watching for incidents like these? Again, they should already have security, even whether that is undercover or cover, blown, whatever you want to call it in the stands so that way these situations don't happen. We'll slide over to Russell Westbrook a little bit. We can't have Russell Westbrook swearing to God and dropping F-bombs yelling at fans. We can't have that. In front of kids, in front of older people, in front of women, telling the man that you'll F him and his wife up you cross the line. So at that point, now you have took it over the board. Whatever the fans said, that's on him. And, my, and I was always taught at the end of the day, I'm in full control of my own action. If I F I get out of character. I allowed myself personally to get out of character. So at the end of the day, Russell Westbrook going off on the fan last night. You gotta stand up for yourself. And again, they said that Utah was tough. And I know them Utah fans are tough. We know Utah is a tough city. They wanna say, "Oh, back in the day, Michael Jordan, it was tough. Now these Utah fans, they slick. In this situation with Russell Westbrook and the fan last night, everybody involved was wrong. The NBA was wrong because we have to have people in place for these situations personally. We have to have people in place for these situations personally because it's going to get ugly. We're going to have another malice in the palace. It's going to happen. Somebody's going to throw something. Somebody's going to touch somebody wrongly. And one of these days, the NBA player, somebody's going to be losing a game, and it's going to snap. And now we're going to have a whole situation inside of Wells Fargo's arena or Smoothie King Center. And now everybody's looking like, what's going on? New York Knicks owner James Dolan is in the news after James Dolan apparently told a fan Saturday. That he's gonna ban him for telling him to sell the team. Sell the team. Anything I should sell the team? You want to not come to any more games? Why? That's an opinion. Uh, No, it's not an opinion. And you know what? Enjoy watching them on TV. Now, of course, the fan is probably telling him to sell the team after the New York Knicks' current woes—they're currently 13 and 54 in the Zion Williamson sweepstakes, if you will. And again, as I said on yesterday's episode, if you didn't catch yesterday's episode, go listen to episode 71 from the jump. But I talked about how Zion Williamson shouldn't play in the ACC tournament. But again, if you wanna go catch yesterday's episode, go listen to yesterday's episode. But now, dealing with the New York Knicks and James Dolan, of course, after hearing the clip, again, is James Dolan out of bounds for this? Yes. Is this just a billionaire owner pouting, throwing a fit? Yes. This is just James Dolan exerting his power. But now if I'm Adam Silver and if I'm the NBA as a commissioning body, we got to start looking at these owners and we got to start looking at teams' performances. We should not be having owners personally, purposefully tanking so that they can get college athletes and poach on these kids just to sell tickets and jerseys. We shouldn't have that because the New York Knicks have been underachieving for years now. Again, going back to Phil Jackson, when they hired Derek Fisher as a coach, we already knew from that point, oh, they're in tank mode. They're in tank mode. Why not keep Mike Woodson? He had success. Why not go get Dan Toney? I mean, again, I know that situation kind of fizzled out, but why not go get one of those two guys, bring one of them guys back? You hire Derek Fisher, you know he isn't a coach. He just went from playing with the Oklahoma City Thunder to coaching. Then they went from Derek Fisher to Jeff a second. he wasn't any better out of Phoenix. They kind of ran him out of Phoenix. He wasn't any better in New York because he was set up to fail. He was set up to fail. Them drafting Porzingis, that was a Phil Jackson pick. And you don't know, Porzingis wasn't really a, a New York guy. Didn't really buy into the culture. Then he had injuries. So then they fired Hornacek, second. now they're fizz deals the coach. They're 13-54, but again, the New York Knicks have a plan in place. But now James Dolan telling the fan that he should be banned. Like I said, that's just James Dolan flexing his muscles. But now the New York Knicks right now, they feel like they have the NBA's luckiest number right now. They feel like they have a lottery ticket that they're about to cash in. And I don't really feel like that's about to happen for the New York Knicks. Again, the ping-pong ball could swing any way. We've seen it happen in recent years that just because you have the worst record doesn't guarantee you the first pick. And again, the New York Knicks right now are thinking they're going to get Kevin Durant. They have a belief that they're going to get Kyrie Irving. As it stands right now, everything is going as they say it's going to go. Somehow, somewhere, they're going to land Zion Williamson. David Fisdale is going to get all these guys together, and they're going to win championships For years to come. It's just not happening. And again, if I'm Adam Silver and I'm the NBA commissioning body, if you've been bad for two or three seasons, you as an owner may need to come up off your job. Because again, yes, you have the money and yes, you own the team. James Dolan has been underperforming as an owner for years. They have not been making any progress for years. By him telling the fan that he should be banned and he's going to watch the games on television, maybe Adam Silver should uh, look at James Dolan and ban him and have him watching Knicks games on television. But don't go anywhere. Up next on From the Jump, we'll talk NFL free agency. I'll get you updated on all the free agent moves that have transpired. And on today's edition of From the Jump, we'll talk Conor McGregor and another fan incident. (laughs) Stay tuned. It's From the Jump. How much pressure do you have to perform from day one? There's no pressure. There's no pressure at all. I've been getting pressure since I was 10 years old. I'm doing something that I love to do, that's play the game of basketball. Y'all like to watch me play basketball. It hasn't kicked in yet to what I'm going to get myself into. I'm not going to guarantee no championship, I'll tell you that. I just hope that they accept me for who I am as a basketball player, and especially as a person. I know how to be a leader. It's just a long-term, I always tell y'all that this was a, one of the long-term dreams I always had. That's just that's just playing in the NBA. St. Vincent, St. Mary's High School, Fresh off the advertisement, Breakman live right now in the FTJ Studios. Now, of course, you know we got Gita Sports News update of the day. Now, apparently, the NBA has suspended Toronto Raptors center Serge Baca for three games in his role in last night's fight with Marquise Chris. Now, y'all take a listen to the altercation from last night. Ibaka appeared to touch it. Ball goes out of bounds. If nobody touches. Cavs get it under the basket. Oh no! Ibaka and Chris exchanging blows. Now, of course, Serge Ibaka has been suspended three games, and they're saying Marquise Chris has been suspended one game. Now, Ibaka, I ain't even going to lie to you. Ibaka be about it about it. I ain't going to lie. Now, when he did fall to the floor, Marquise Chris did kind of stand over him. I ain't even going to lie to you. When you stand over him like that, I ain't going to lie. That dude kind of look like you kind of trying him a little bit. I'm just saying. It's all, you know, look, it's all relative. Again, this depends on how you look at it. But me personally, ooh. I wasn't really feeling that. Of course, you know, we got to give you the free agent news of the day. A lot of free agents sign a lot of different places. And, of course, the big news out of today, the big, big news out of today, of course, Tyron Matthews signed up with the Kansas City Chiefs. Three years, $42 million. And this is a Kansas City Chiefs team that went to the AFC Championship game, didn't get off the sideline to get an offensive possession in overtime. That's really what separated the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and this is just the Kansas City Chiefs shoring up their defense again. Eric has kind of been out for the past three, four years, playing, not playing. So again, you're getting the Tyron Matthew, who showed last year in Houston he can stay healthy for a season, can still make plays, and still a productive safety. And again, what we're seeing, what a lot of players are doing: shorter contracts, more guaranteed money. Shout out to T. Matthew. For signing with the Kansas City Chiefs, Devonte Parker is headed back to the Miami Dolphins. He will be signing a two-year deal worth 13 million. But of course, you know we got to give you the NFL sports updates. As I said, all the free agent moves. Now, earlier this morning, C.J. Mosley signed a five-year, 85 million dollar deal with the New York Jets. 51 of that is guaranteed. Now, again, C.J. Mosley was a highly coveted free agent. Again, a lot of teams were looking for C.J. Mosley. Again, the common theme with this free agency. It's defensive players. I know the offensive players got love. I know A.B. got the big contract, missed the big chest. Shout out to A.B. Shout out to my Raiders. It's booted. Ah! But of course, like I said, C.J. Mosley signed up with the New York Jets. Again, the Jets have been aggressive in this offseason. They're in the Le'Veon Bell sweepstakes. I don't know, E. Hey, look. The Jets could very well make a move. Look, the Patriots are getting older. I know Tom Brady still got it. That's my man, TB12. And I know they won the Super Bowl last year, but they just barely won that Super Bowl last year, 13-6 style. So again, like I said, the New York Jets have been aggressive. They're trying to make a move in the AFC East. The Cleveland Browns have been on the board as well. The Sheldon Richardson, who was formerly with the Minnesota Vikings, will be signing with the Cleveland Browns as well. Terrell Suggs, who was with the Baltimore Ravens for multiple years. Has won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens will be leaving for a one year seven million dollar deal with the Arizona Cardinals Teddy Bridgewater will be staying with the New Orleans Saints but they said that an agreement has not been made yet Thomas Davis will be leaving the Carolina Panthers which he is the all-time leading tackler and of course he is the first player in NFL history really to overcome three ACL injuries y'all remember the like back to back to back Thomas Davis has been tearing his ACL so again Thomas Davis will be headed to the los angeles chargers ryan shazier will stay under contract with the pittsburgh steelers now it's said that they will keep him on the reserve physically unable to perform list Now his contract ultimately will give him the minimum salary giving him another year towards benefits and of course pensions I think this ultimately will help his insurance as well. Now again, they're just the Pittsburgh still looking out for injured players. So shout out to Pittsburgh for looking out for him. Now the New Orleans Saints apparently are signing Latavius Murray to a four-year deal. Now apparently this ends the spell with Mark Ingram, a guy who has been a Pro Bowler for the past two seasons. Now I don't know. This kind of came out of the blue for me. I don't know why the Saints decided to go with Latavius Murray. Maybe. They felt like he could be cheaper. But again, Latavius Murray's stats from last season, he had 140 carries, 578 yards and six touchdowns, as opposed to Mark Ingram, who had 138 carries, 645 yards and six touchdowns. Former Dallas Cowboy wide receiver Cole Beasley and former Baltimore Ravens wide receiver John Brown will both be headed to the Buffalo Bills. Now, apparently, I guess this is the Bills getting two for one. Now, Cole Beasley will sign a three-year $27 million deal and John Brown will ultimately be signing a four-year, $29 million deal. We know there was news earlier that Antonio Brown was linked to the Buffalo Bills, but when he was basically like, oh, hell no, I ain't trying to go to Buffalo. This is Buffalo basically saying, okay, cool. We don't need one receiver. Basically, we can get two for one. That is all the free agency news of the day. Fire collab alert. Many ask me, how do I make a fire collab? You take the best headphones in the game. Add that retina vibe. I see you, Retina. Artistic. Give them that pure adaptive noise cancellation. It's like a spa for your mind. Unbelievable. And you know I got to shine. Masterpiece. And you got the hottest drop of the year. Available now. Now, on today's edition of The Wrap-Up, Conor McGregor apparently was arrested last night for, I guess, another fan incident. Now, apparently they said that the fan, I guess, 5 a.m. last night, come out of the club live was asking for a photo for Conor McGregor. Now, I'm going to assume it's a male because he probably wouldn't have put his hands on a female. But apparently, I guess, they said that the guy was asking for a photo. Conor, I guess, probably said no, slapped the phone out of his hand, stomped on it, probably was, you know, yelling, cussing, doing whatever, grabbed the phone and bounced. The fan whose phone was stomped on filed a police report ended up going to the police and the police ended up arresting conor mcgregor and again we're seeing another classic example of a fan versus the celebrity and this fandom as i said earlier in the episode with russell westbrook as i said earlier in the episode with james dolan it's getting out of hand because of the fact that we have access really close more than ever again has it always been this close it really always has been But now more than ever, because of the fact that the athletes and the celebrities and the entertainers are on social media more active, we can interact with them. Again, these blurred lines with the selfies and the picture taken, I don't know when to take them, when not to take them, but all I know is 5 a.m. coming out of club live, probably ain't the best time to ask Conor McGregor for a photo. I'm just going to be honest with you. Now, was he probably right for slapping it and stomping it on the ground? No. But I realized one thing about Conor McGregor. Once he had that flight with Floyd Mayweather last year, well, I think they say he made $100 million or however much money he made. He kind of really been on a self-destruction tour ever since. He remember, he had the incident where he threw the dolly through the van. Then he had the situation in Las Vegas after him and Khabib got the fight, Well, basically, they both got kicked out of Vegas. And now we're having this situation with the fans thumping on the phone. Again, there's two sides to the coin. The fans are out of line for this touching And this access, thinking that they can just come up to these celebrities and just do what they want to do. But at the same time, the security that are with these celebrities and the entourage and the people that are with these celebrities have to do a better job securing these. So that these situations don't happen because these blurred lines keep happening and these fans keep getting too close to these celebrities and entertainers and these athletes. But, of course, we talked about a lot on today's show. We are streaming live on all platforms, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Definitely tap in with us. Go follow us on there. But it's your boy. We out.